Imagine being the first space tourist and having the means to take a trip to the International Space Station. The experience of looking down on our planet from above is something that stays with you forever. Now years later, you have the opportunity to do it all over again. While you're imagining all this, the first space tourist is actually planning his retirement vacation around a second trip to space. Space tourism is becoming more accessible to the public and more companies are getting involved in making this once in a lifetime experience available to everyone. Today, we are going to discuss what it takes to apply for a space tourism trip and the current state of the industry. I am Mukta Goyal and you are listening to the News Park. I'm good. How are you? I'm good as well. So, Mukta, today we are going to talk about space tourism. As we know, the concept of space tourism has been around for decades. But it was yeah. not 2001 when the first space tourist, uh, Dennis Tito, went to the International Space Station that it became a reality. Mukta, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about uh, thoughts on this topic? Well, uh, thanks for bring, bringing this topic up. Space tourism is obviously a fascinating concept. And, you know, just imagine being able to experience weightlessness and see the Earth from space. Right. right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's something that most people could only dream of. But with advances in technology and increasing interest in commercial space travel, it's becoming more and more achievable. So, Ankur, who is Dennis Tito? Is he really the fa- first space tourist? Yes, Dennis Tito is an American entrepreneur and the first ever private citizen to pay for a trip to space. The first person to pay his way into space has now bought two tickets to the moon. SpaceX says it's booked California millionaire Dennis Tito and his wife for its first human spaceflight mission on its Starship spacecraft. He flew to the International Space Station on April 28, 2001 aboard a Russian Soyuz spacecraft. How long was his trip? Um, It was, I think, eight days. And he spent most of his time conducting scientific experiments, taking photos of the Earth, and simply enjoying the experience of being in space. I knew I was in space, and uh, I had achieved my lifelong goal. So uh, that gives uh, a person, in my view, it gave me a sense of completeness and calmness. Like, there's nothing more to prove. I've done what I really wanted to do, and I've successfully completed it. So everything else in life is going to be a bonus. Wow, that's fascinating, obviously. So is he an astronaut himself? Um, not exactly, but he did work for NASA and eventually founded his own investment management company, Wilshire Associates. And in late 1990s, Uh, Tito became interested in space tourism and saw an opportunity to fulfill his lifelong dream of traveling to space. Um, Tito became interested in space tourism and saw an opportunity to fulfill his lifelong dream of traveling to space. He contacted the Russian Space Agency and negotiated a deal to fly to ISS as a tourist. Hmm, As a tourist, that's incredible. How much did Tito pay for his trip to space? Well, (laughs) Tito paid around $20 million for his trip to space. 
uh, and which but which included training and other related expenses uh, i know that that was a huge sum of money back in 2001 and it made him the first ever private citizen to pay for a trip to space yeah that's a lot and like how does that compare to the cost of space tourism today i mean today the cost of space tourism has come down significantly with companies like SpaceX and Blue Origin offering suborbital flights for a fraction of the price. However, it still remains out of reach for most people. Yeah, it's still expensive. So how old is he now? Um, Tito is uh, 82 years old. Oh, just 82? <laughs> yeah. And he plans to fly back to space? Yes, and Elon Musk's SpaceX has signed him up for a Starship flight around the moon. Starship is still being developed at the company's facilities in South Texas and is awaiting approval from federal regulators. In 2001, Tito became the first privately funded space tourist to fly to the ISS. As currently planned, the Titos will join 10 other passengers still to be signed up for the week-long mission. Wow, this man is having <laughs> the time of his life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's retired and obviously with a lot of money, so, and also a beautiful wife. <laughs> oh, is he going with his wife? Yes, he is. So much is happening around space tourism. Yeah, and you know what, Mukda? Zero G has already started organizing musical concerts in space. So they take musicians and fans on a zero gravity flight and they perform a concert while floating in midair, basically becoming more accessible to the public. Well, I'd really like to attend such concerts. But the question is, how long will it take before space tourism becomes accessible to the general public? Well, that's a difficult question to answer. There are a lot of factors that come into play. Um, for one thing, the cost of space travel is extremely high. In fact, a ticket to go to space with Virgin Galactic costs around $250,000 per person. That's out of reach for most people. Uh, that's true. And even with the decrease in launch costs and increasing number of private companies entering the space tourism industry, it's likely that the cost will remain high for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And according to a report by the Tory Group, a consulting firm that specializes in the space industry, space tourism is expected to generate about $1.6 billion in revenue by 2027. But at the same time, it estimates that the price of a single ticket will remain between $100,000 and $200,000. $100,000 $200, and $200,000, yeah, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But there are still plenty of people who are willing to pay that kind of money for that for this experience, right? I mean, we just discussed that Dennis Tito paid $20 million for his trip to the ISS, and that's, that's back in 2001. Yes, Dennis, Dennis Tito is a great example for... Sorry. Yes, and uh, Dennis Tito is a great example of someone who was willing to pay a lot of money for the experience of space travel. Right, and now we have companies like Virgin Galactic, Blue Origin, SpaceX, working to make space tourism more accessible to the public. In fact, I know that Virgin Galactic has already completed a successful test flight to space, uh, I guess with a crew of two pilots and four passengers. Uh, the company's founder, Sir Richard Branson, is also joining them. Yeah. And uh, so, Mukta, we were talking earlier about space tourism and a possibility of everyday people go being able to travel to space. But what about Elon Musk? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was thinking the same. Do you think Elon Musk has any plans to go to space himself? 
<laughs> well, it's an interesting question. Elon Musk uh, has certainly shown a lot of interest in space travel and exploration. But as far as I know, he hasn't announced any plans to travel to space himself. Yeah, even I haven't heard of any. But he has expressed his desire to eventually travel to Mars, which I obviously, which is obviously, you know, a much more ambitious goal than just going there to orbit. Right. And I think part of the reason Musk is so focused on Mars is because he sees it as a way to ensure the survival of the human race in the event of a catastrophe on Earth. But as far as traveling to spaces in the near future, it's hard to say. But do you still think that there's a chance he'll actually make the trip? I mean, he certainly got the resources and the ambition to do it. Like, if not him, then who? Mm, yeah, exactly. But it, it's definitely a possibility. But I think it depends on a lot of factors. For one thing, SpaceX is currently focused on developing its technology and infrastructure to support more frequent and affordable space travel. So right. Musk may want to wait until those systems are in place before, you know, making a trip himself. Absolutely. I mean, that's a good point. And of course, there are also, you know, safety considerations to take into account. Space travel is still risky. And if something were to go wrong, it could have serious consequences for Musk and for SpaceX as a company. Yeah. And we have to remember that Musk doesn't only head SpaceX. He has other companies as well, right? Like Twitter, yeah. boring company and stuff. So there's a lot of money riding on Musk. But at the same time, uh, Musk is known for taking risk and pushing boundaries. So it wouldn't be a surprise if he eventually does make the trip. Well, yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Uncle, for discussing this topic. Sure. Thank you so much, Mukta. As we conclude this discussion on space tourism, it's hard not to be excited about the possibilities that lie ahead. With more and more companies investing in space tourism, it's only a matter of time before it becomes a routine part of our lives. Who knows what we might discover while traveling in space? Perhaps new technologies, resources, or even forms of life that we never knew existed. The potential is limitless. It's up to us to explore and push the boundaries of what we can achieve as a species. So let's keep dreaming, keep exploring, and keep reaching for the stars. Thank you.